They say I'm disturbed. From city to city, an incredible hysterical panic spread. I think we're getting into a weird area here. Will you tell these fools I'm not crazy? This hysteria. You can't handle the truth. Brain is gone. This is Hysteria 51. The truth is out there. It's alive. But you won't find it here. They're coming for you. Look, there comes one of them now. Welcome in Hysteria Nation to the podcast that doesn't always talk non-binding sustainability plans orchestrated by the UN. But when we do, we rely heavily on the opinion of our idiot robots. This is Hysteria 51. Agenda 21. You mean the New World Order's plan to take your land, freedom, and institute population control? Blah. Old news. Already happened, in Robocop. (laughs) Broadcasting from the lower fourth dimension, otherwise known as Chicago. I mean, he sort of got a point. Anyway. Uh, I am your host, John Goforth, and sitting across from me virtually in this new world of quarantine is the ED-209 to my Robocop. My co-host, you know him, you... Like him, Mr. Brent Hand. It's pronounced dystopia. Dystopia. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But you know what, though? I am going to tell you, for once, I think that comparison tracks, because the ED-209 was a badass motherfucker that couldn't be taken down for most of the movie. Murphy dies in, like, the first five minutes of the movie and spends the rest of the movie glitching out. I know it's not from that movie, but I am the law. It tracks, though. I get it. I get it. But I, I more meant that you just have issues with stairs like the ED-209. I just avoid them because I'm fat. <laughs> Whatever. I would have taken them both out with one pincer tied behind my back. That other voice you're hearing is the third host of this show and the only one that was actively rooting for Dick Jones in that movie. He's the one, the only conspiracy bot. New Detroit looks lovely. That was a meat sack with his shit together. I built Seabot in my lab to help write and produce a show, and instead he just gets drunk all day watching movies that he completely misses the point on. Um, I completely got the point of RoboCop. Meat sacks suck and get markedly better when you make them into robots. You know, it doesn't surprise me that that's what he took away from RoboCop. Cheese muffins, please put down your cheese weapon. You have 20 seconds to comply. I am now authorized to use physical force. Oh, uh, that other robot voice you're hearing who luckily isn't capable of using physical force on anyone or anything in the whole world is conspiracy bots robot creation kyle you now have 10 seconds to i can't decide if he's seen robocop too much or if he's actually threatening us i don't know little column a little column b but brent it actually brings up a, a fun and good question um what or I, I don't know i guess uh in the parlance of hysteria 51 who is your favorite killer robot from TV or film? Now, it it doesn't have to be evil. Just have just be able to kill things. Counterpoint. Yes, it does. <laughs> you know, I uh, man, I hate to go with the old cliche Terminator, but it is up there on my list. That's fair. I mean, that, that's like it, it spawned a, a what a six movie franchise. I'm a Terminator fan. I even have watched the crappy ones and even didn't hate Genesis as much as everyone else has. So, I mean, as far as movies go, you know, RoboCop just got worse and worse and worse also as the sequels went along. Oh, side point, I actually have a RoboCop 1 that's rated X. It's the original cut of it that uh, they didn't uh, 
cut away all the it's for violence not like you know weird that feels sex. like something that would have been on laserdisc oh i'm sure and and um video disc where you put it in it looks like a record you know and all that <laughs> shit but yeah yeah so uh so i didn't know that that existed that doesn't surprise me though i watched it again not too long ago and man just the scene where ed 209 kills that random businessman uh, when they they kind of roll him out. Mm-hmm. Well, that is the scene that got the X because it's the unedited version of that that goes on for an extra ten seconds. Minimum. It's just it's brutal. Think if it I was mean, he, like three he times puts as like long, a hundred rounds into him and just blood and guts and blood and guts. It's great. Remember when RoboCop shot that dude in the dick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. That was well, one of my favorites. Hey, Brent, he. he he at least had one other takeaway from, That's true. <laughs> from RoboCop. So, um, so, so, so Terminator, RoboCop, you, uh, you mentioned Terminator. Quick, quick thoughts. Did you see Dark Fate? Yes. Yes, I did. I did. And I, I the know, new one it, that brought Linda Hamilton back. I didn't like the, I'm the one who came and well, I hate to give, sp- don't listen for the next 10 seconds if you've not seen that movie. Do, 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 do. I didn't like that they made the, the the Terminator that was was Schwarzenegger. Well, he killed John Connor. Then he spends the rest of his life avenging it. I thought that was a little weird. Yeah, the whole thing didn't come together for me. Like, it, the, you know, the the promise of the movie was we're gonna fix this fucked up timeline, mm-hmm. right? Like, we're gonna it, it's been going all over the place. We're gonna we're gonna straighten this thing out and 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 bring this story home. And it just got messier. Like, what? So so the Terminator can age now. Well, and I mean, he, they can always age because it's just human flesh over a, over a, you know, a, what do they call it? I, uh, exoskeleton or yeah. endoskeleton? I don't know. Uh, anyway. Endo, it, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the whole, uh, it also kind of took a lot of power away from the first two Terminator movies. Like, like uh, all of that happened, well, especially Terminator 2. All of that happened and we saved John Connor. And then all he has to do is show up in Rio de Janeiro or where the fuck they are and like just shotgun blast later he's like come my whole takeaway was never ever ever let your children order a mai tai because they just get shot <laughs> they just get fucking blown away that's my agenda i think is I, what, I'm I, 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 what i'm i guess what i'm saying is i probably liked some of the other iterations of terminator actually better than dark fate oh like, yeah i, I, I didn't yeah i didn't hate genesis uh my favorite was actually the uh tv show i watched like two oh, seasons it was of that great. thing it was, yeah i actually enjoyed well that's about all there was but yeah, oh, I yeah. Actually, <laughs> maybe so <laughs> i enjoyed it too i thought it was a lot of fun all right brent i have uh i have a couple i have a couple of robots for you to react to mm-hmm. um uh i have i have a favorite from tv i have a favorite from film and then i have a special mention oh. okay my favorite from TV, hands down, probably not the first one you think of because he seems very human, but uh, Data from Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. Hey, listen, nerds everywhere, of which I am one, I don't want to hear that he's an android, not a robot, okay? It's, They're it's robots. all-encompassing. You fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it make me more of a bodist? <laughs> Touche. All right. Um, uh, from film, now this also could be from TV. It, it, it spans both... Um, both media, both mediums. Uh, Optimus Prime. Okay. Optimus Prime. Uh, well, I, that's a robot in disguise. <laughs> it's true. It's a good point. And then the special mention that were truly like there aren't very many robots that even going back to my childhood, I can think of watching and being like frightened of. Okay. You know, because they just don't have like a 
even the Terminator being evil and number one, having a singular purpose of killing, of killing her, like doesn't, does, didn't scare me as a child. Um, but man, those little spider robots from Runaway. <laughs> I don't know what's scarier. The spider robots from Runaway or Gene Simmons just being in Runaway because he was terrifying to look at in that movie. Note, he wasn't acting. They literally just said, Gene, can you come in and say these lines? Just be yourself. Can you gene this up a little bit? Uh, What is this movie about? Spiders and Tom Selleck's mustache. You got it. I'm in. I am in. (laughs) For me, that's Tuesday, but sure. I'm I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Well, uh, to continue the lighthearted nature of this conversation, Brent, maybe we should get into tonight's topic. Yeah, it's a uh, real lighthearted, and it, this is one that could easily go off the rails. We're going to try to rein it in as much as we can, and I think it's also one that probably has as much misinformation as true information floating around, and we are not going to explain this worth a shit, but we're going to try. We're going to try our best. It's 351 pages of a lot of information that we're going to take our best crack at, at trying to break down some of its parts. You just lied to the listeners twice. Uh-oh. You Two different times you said we're going to try our best, <laughs> and I don't think this is our best. We're going to try John's um, best. Uh, we're gonna no we're gonna we're gonna try like medium best uh we 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 read a lot of distillate like best would have actually sit sit, sitting down and reading all 351 pages which i i'm for the record i did not do i read it twice Uh, i did read a lot of summaries you know remember when like obamacare was coming out i read it three times it's 1700 pages you couldn't have (laughs) literally it came out four hours ago (laughs) exactly exactly i don't know what you turds are talking about i read it six times I retained exactly 0% of it, but I read it six times. I bet that's true. I bet that's true. We're out of toilet paper, so he's been using it. So I don't know why, because he didn't (laughs) take a shit, but you know. All right. uh, So, uh, uh, Brent, before we get into the meat and potatoes of it, you you sent me the topic. I was not, uh, I hadn't, before I did my research, I hadn't heard of it. Just to be as frank as possible, I hadn't heard of it. And now you're like, why have I heard of this? Yeah, I I got all excited. Like, if without any context, Agenda Twenty One. Does this sound so like that could have been? It sounds. It does. So just evil. Either either a nefarious cabal doing something really cool and spy. This was like I schemed I up in like a castle a, during a fucking yeah. lightning storm. Period. Yes. Yes. Or very like a uh, uh, a spy is probably not the right word. Uh, very um um. Uh, full of espionage and intrigue or or at worst like a video game like i would play agenda 21 without knowing anything else that uh, about the game if it was called agenda 21 i'm 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 on the side of the fence that says yeah i'll probably buy that <laughs> i don't know what it's about it's a teletubbies adventure it's a te- yeah <laughs> <laughs> tinky <laughs> although let's be honest they were evil they were part of a cabal and they did want the new world order they i mean come on we all know that they are they, i mean have you seen you well, you might have shared it with me i don't know the videos where they throw the uh, uh um or i think it's a picture not a video where they throw a picture of the teletubbies in uh in in reverse like a like a film negative and it looks like the most evil, yes. sinister fucking yeah. thing in the world. I don't really do much anymore research or in looking at Once I found out that the Hokey Pokey is what it's all actually about, I've kind of just given up on trying to solve those kind of things. <laughs> so much to my chagrin, I Googled it, Brent, and um, 
Yeah, a non-binding action plan slash resolution from the UN in regards to sustainable development. Yeah, so this this thing, this Agenda 21, it comes from the Earth Summit, a.k.a. the UN Conference on Environment and Development, a.k.a. don't be a minister Earth while drinking your chemicals in the hood. Uh, that was held in Rio de Janeiro, <laughs> Brazil in 92. I don't know if you know that it had multiple names. Did the Wayans brothers uh, chime in or get involved in any way in this? It They they did. It also was called the the King of Sting, the Count of Montefisto. No, I'm sorry. That was that was cl- uh, not Clever Lang. Uh, uh, Apollo Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Apollo Creed. <laughs> but yeah, it's All right. it, it's an action agenda for the UN and other multilateral organizations and individual governments around the world that can be executed at local, national, and global levels. That's what they say. And it's called Agenda 21 because the 21 means 2021 or the original year that they had planned to roll this all out and have it implemented. Right. It was going to, from 92 to 21, was basically going to be all the planning. Yeah. So that all, taking all the steps necessary. That leaves us with a big question of what were they supposed to be executing? Well, I went to meet sex. Well, if you listen to a lot of people uh, to find out exactly <laughs> what they say, though, I did go to UN.org to give us their official definition. So the official definition. You fucking sheep. You sheep. <laughs> agenda, UN.org. Agenda 21 is a comprehensive plan of action to be taken globally, nationally, and locally by organizations of the United Nations system, governments, and major groups in every area in which human impacts on the environment. That says nothing so far. Other than the environment. Agenda 21, the their Rio Declaration on Environment and Development and the Statement of Principles for the Sustainable Management of Forests were adopted by more than 178 governments at the United Nations Conference on Environments and Development held in 92. So far, it sounds okay. Can I chime in there real quick? Sure. I have a real pet peeve. I hate it when people write things and they say more than and then they give a very specific number. Yeah. More than 178. So is it 179? <laughs> like, I get more than if you're going even. Like, uh, more than 170. I even get it on the half. More than 175. But but when you give a when you give a, uh, a when you give the actual number, don't say more than. Sorry. All right, I'm done. So I think in legal ease with things like that, they'll say more than 178. Uh, because they had 178 and they knew others were signing maybe at the time. I don't know, but I'm with you there. Don't ruin a good a rant with like facts and <laughs> figures and truth. Okay. Thank you. So the full implementation of Agenda 21, the program for further implementation of Agenda 21, and the commitments to the Rio principles were strongly reaffirmed at the World Summit on Sustainable Development, WSSD, held in Johannesburg, South Africa. On August 26th to September 4th of 2002. And in 2015, it was reaffirmed yet again and renamed Agenda 2030 because 2021 was found to be too aggressive. Now it is starting to sound like something run by governments. Well, well, we've we've had, uh, you know. 23 years uh but this this goal uh this timeline is just gonna work for us let's push it back another 10 right right (laughs) and we've said a lot of things that don't really say much there are you confused yet no and i stick by my idea to write it you did not write that you didn't but it does read like something he wrote so well 50 50 on that anyway now the words are too big the words are too big. Well, you know, Seabot seems to understand, but other than him, he seems to be the only one. And this is a hot button topic 
that is discussed and argued a lot today. And if you go to Reddit or a lot of cons- it, 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 there's so many conspiracies that swirl around this because it's a very, uh, you know, uh, it feels like we could be giving over a lot of powers and hurting ourselves into these almost concentration camps. And we're going to get into that a little bit, but it's a weird, weird, weird thing that people have chunked onto when on the surface, it looks like, Hey, let's treat our planet better. And we're going to give ourselves, you know, a, a few decades to do so. You're going to kill us all. And we're maybe, or maybe not. We'll talk more about this later, but a lot of folks seem to be skipping over that that one kind of keyword, the whole non-binding part. Yeah. If you're not familiar, if you're not familiar with what that means, it means um, you come into an agreement. These non-binding generally happens at things like the UN or uh, you know the G8. Uh, you know, uh, meaning you're not agreeing to something where there's penalties if you don't do it. You're just saying, ah, sounds like a good idea. And we'll I give it a look shot. Terrible in a blue hat, so I want nothing to do with this. Anyway, so that's just me. That is me. but like people, people like by agreeing to this, we are setting the stage for dystopia. And it's like, well, no, we haven't. Even if there were nefarious things in it, we haven't like it's non-binding. Once we don't you have open to do the anything. door, non-binding goes out the window, John. Once you invite <laughs> them in, they're in. <laughs> non-binding resolutions are kind of like vampires. All right, so it's a, the, we've said a lot of words, and we haven't said anything yet. So let's get into, yeah, some parts of it there. Essentially, it's a bunch of different action items, 170 of them or more. <laughs> uh, but basically, <laughs> it's all about sustainability in three different categories. Yeah, And, and yeah. It, it breaks it down to, to categories because sustainability can mean like anything. It's one of those words. So first, economic i.e. in world poverty. In other words, how do we make humans sustainable and doing this through the lens of not killing the earth? Second, social. How do we become more of a global society because we tend to be able to help each other uh, where we all watch out for each other? And how do we empower traditionally repressed groups? Women, people of color, the poor, the disabled, etc. Robots. And then finally, uh, finally, the third category, environmental. How do we do all of this while also healing the planet or, you know, I guess at minimum stopping our abuse of it? I'll tell you how. Nuclear winter. That's how. Nuclear. There's no more economy. See, there's no poverty. We become more of a global society because there's only six of us and the environment's <laughs> dead. So we ain't got to worry about it. Fucking fall out, baby. <laughs> we we are the virus. <laughs> We are the virus. I saw I saw a good one the other day. It was um, remember. OK, so this, I'm going to go back into the Wayback Machine here. Remember uh, Trapper Keepers? Of course. Do you remember the Trapper Keepers that all the girls had? Uh, I shouldn't say exclusively girls, but it was mostly mostly girls, at least in, in my grade that were they, they all had the hearts and the unicorns. Um, like it looked like Lisa Frank threw up on it type stuff. Lisa Frank. That's exactly it. That's the name of the. OK, so Lisa Frank Trapper, Trapper Keepers. I saw a picture the other day that was like basically a Lisa Frank photo from a from a Trapper Keeper or something like that. There's a unicorn and there's dolphins flying around. And and it basically said <laughs> updated picture of I forget where <laughs> we are the virus. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I had a solid green Trapper Keeper and I had the one with the red Lamborghini that had no uh, no spoiler on the back, and that pissed me off. Oh, well, that's a rant for another day. What are you going to do? 
I had a WWF Trapper Keeper Ooh, at one hey, point. Hey, that's, I had more. That's obviously, I had more WWE now. We don't want the World Wildlife Federation hitting us with a steel chair. I'm Brent. I'm just trying to be honest and truthful. When I had it, it said WWF on it. Now we owe them two quarters, I think, just for you. Saying that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'll put it in the mail. Yeah, but seriously though, John, you've talked about these things. You know, economic, social, environmental, but fears abound on this topic, and it's because they're complex. And they seem to be never ending. But one, one of these fears is that this is just a secret UN plan to hurt us all into what they call urban uh, human habitation zones so we can be more easily managed and eventually, if needed, exterminated. So bye-bye civil liberties. Hello, George Orwell, is what a lot of people look at this and think. To, uh, to the earlier allusion, New Detroit. Exactly. No, for real. Or, you know, even less like that if, or, or, or slightly differently, if you saw Alita Battle Angel. Did you see that movie by any chance? Oh, I, I love that movie, I actually. Really I really liked it, novel too. As well. They live yeah. in one city where all the population is in these couple cities because they had to go there because they're that's all there is for them, and that's how they can sustain themselves. It's a fairly common uh, missive amongst dystopian movies, right? Like you know, the, the you've been forced to live in in these certain areas, or the, you know, you think about um, the hung, yeah, the Hunger Games. Uh, you know, they all live in like seven different sectors, and mortal the sectors are and, uh, mortal engines. Yeah, municipal Darwinism. <laughs> You're just destroying yeah. one another. And I, I mean, uh, or you know, planes, trains, and automobiles. Same thing. <laughs> Well, that's true. Uh, another <laughs> is that we're giving the keys to the kingdom, so to speak, to companies and organizations and taking them away from governments and the people. Because a lot of this is, if you remember, the UN isn't saying that the government is going to do this. It's going to be a lot of these smaller entities that spring up that are going to help with this. And so one of the fears is you are giving all the power to an organization or a person or a conglomerate Disney, so to speak, because everyone knows they run the world now. So that's part that of the folks that uh, are afraid of this, of the folks that have a problem with agenda. The folks that are woke and realize what's actually happening with this. That's what I'm saying. That part doesn't track to me. And here's the, here's where I, I don't, what I don't understand. Maybe you can explain to me, Brent. Generally speaking, the, the mind frame of, of folks who are against agenda 21 is extra ultra right wing. That is, that's just a truth. Go, go Google it. Yeah, the, the groups that literally are uh, publishing papers uh, and doctrine around how awful uh, agenda 21 are, are all ultra right wing groups. I don't mean your typical Republican. I'm not being political. No, no, no. And we're going to get into this in the future because the, the two papers they posted this week are agenda 21 is terrible and the second one is how to smell a Jew or how to, yeah, exactly. how to know if yeah. someone's acting yeah. Jewy. These are literally quotes from things from, from those that groups. we're going to get into. Yeah. So, so my, so here's my question. Like normally if you're ultra, ultra, ultra right wing, you're against the federal government. Uh, the federal government shouldn't have power, right? Uh, you, there, there should be no federal government or have very, very limited power other than, you know, going off mm-hmm. to fight wars mm-hmm. and, and all of that power should, should stay, you know, with the, uh, uh, uh the individuals in there and, and, and such. So it's like, this doesn't track to me because th- th- this does take power away from government. 
Yeah, so it's kind of like a, a, a flip to the other side way too far then for them almost. That's what I'm saying. That's what it feels like to me at least. Maybe there's something I'm missing, but yes, Anarchy! that's exactly what I'm saying. Anarchy! That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> Just no one has power anywhere. Yeah. And then another one is some say it's an opportunity for local governments to skew from their federal laws and go off on their own like these quiet successions that, that was one of the things that they, like, they like worried a, yeah, about like back a quiet in the day succession. when they talked about you know like the federalist papers and things like that they thought the states might have too much power and stuff like that well this brings it down even to more local governments who just go nope cook you know we are now the the royal um uh, order of cook county and uh, uh yeah we have our own army and air force and we'll kill you <laughs> like those sons of Bitches in Portland, Oregon, they cannot dictate that all clothing is made of hemp. I'll show them. Right. That's exactly right. And, uh, yeah, it rains too much over there, so nuke them. <laughs> Period. <laughs> and now, some even say that this is really just the NWO's first step, their first step in taking over. And that's another thing we're going to get into a little bit more here in this episode of uh, what that means. And it goes on and on. And, oh, it's a long so step, man. Fears. It's a long step. Yeah, tied to this. Are they warranted? Uh, what does it really say? And should we worry? That's coming up on Hysteria 51. Hola, David. Me amo Brent. Bonjour, uh, Brent. Je m'appelle David. You didn't do Spanish. I thought if we were going to do this together, we'd do the same language. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's on brand for us. I, that, I I just thought romance languages yeah. was the key. Everything I say is romantic, and that is thanks to Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you guys, we, we've been touting these things forever. We love Rosetta Stone, and we actually are users. David, you've really been using it even for longer than I. What's your experience been like? Oh, it's been great. The thing is, uh, you really get to learn how to speak and think in that language with it. So it's very high on pronunciation too. So <laughs> you can, you know, learn how to speak. And you know, our show is all about proper pronunciation. <laughs> in that pronunciation. Yeah, that's right. But it's, it, they design it for long-term retention, you know, it, and yeah. uh, if you don't get the pronunciation right, you, you say it until you do. And then, you know, that, that just seeps into your head. Well, and that's why, you know, this has been trusted by experts for 30 years and, there's over 25 different languages that you can learn, and people, millions and millions of users use it because, like you said, it does seep in, and you're using it with, you know, you get speech recognition, and mm -hmm. it, it hears you. You get to use, like, the built-in true accent features that gives you this pronunciation, which is super convenient, and you can do it at your own time. And I don't know if you can know this, but I'm all about value, and you get a one-time purchase, 25 languages. If I learned all 25 languages, I'd be so confused. Or really cool. <laughs> I have to go in and out. But you'd be real marketable. But literally, though, this is something that we use, and we have both of us have given the seal of approval because we want to do this long term, and uh, it's something that uh, it works, you know. And we don't yeah. we don't do long term um, stuff like this, and this is this is the one that we've chosen, and we love it. So, all you guys got to do don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now, as we've told you a thousand times, and it's always now, right now. Get now. started. For Larry, limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. How much? 50%. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your unnatural life. 
Redeem, redeem, redeem. How do they do it? Rachete, you're 50% off. (laughs) Rachete. (laughs) Redeem it. 50% off. RosettaStone.com slash today. Do it today. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when Brent and I heard that for a limited time, all Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, we thought, man, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Brent is trying to plan right now and says that it works like a charm from Chicago to Nashville as he makes his big old move. Mint Mobile is working for him. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. So ditch the overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash hysteria. That's mintmobile, M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash hysteria, H-Y-S-T-E-R-I-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash hysteria. $45 upfront payment required. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. I know that is a lot to unpack, John. We kind of threw a lot of stuff, and people are probably like, what are these guys talking about? RoboCop Rated X is what we're talking about this week. So getting back into that. Yep. So let's really dive into the character that is Dick Jones. <laughs> yeah. uh, what were his motivations? Uh, Dick shooting is most of the motivation from that whole movie. What is sustainable development, John? That's one of the things that this whole thing is about sustainable development, which sounds like a wonderful thing that we should be shooting for, but so does so many things on paper, like communism. So what is sustainable development? Did you just call the UN a communist organization? I did not. You cannot prove that I did. <laughs> that's that's that is what just happened right there. That's exactly how the internet works with conspiracy. <laughs> prove it. All right. What is sustainable development? No, seriously, the, I don't know. I'm asking you, what is sustainable development? I'm very confused. The objective, according to the agenda, is that sustainable development can integrate economic, social, and environmental policies, like we mentioned, those three categories. Uh, in order to achieve reduced consumption, social equity, and the preservation and restoration of biodiversity. That sounds, I mean, that sounds really good, right? Yeah. The cost of achieving that is where some have take issue. Uh, And then other conspiracy theorists say that the true outcome is the problem because it is, it is, it is not all good. It is meant, meant to enslave us. Yeah. Is it, is it? Just doing stuff that's going to make us more viable for our future. Is it doing stuff that's going to make us more viable for other people's pocketbooks? Is it doing stuff that is truly evil because we are controlled by 
something that's from out of this world that we Damn reptilians about. And I know that sounds crazy, but those are a lot of the questions that people ask about this. The moment you start putting thoughts into place that could help the environment, that could help certain groups. It also means that you can't do certain things like, hey, don't go uh, for just as an example. Don't go frack the entire world all at the same time. Don't uh, don't burn every piece of coal all at the same time. Well, I'll do it if I damn well, please. Right. Like that's that's kind of the mentality. Like, wait, wait the moment that you're, you're doing anything that, that's going to help the environment or help another group of people that somehow limits your liberties. And therefore, it is. Bad. I've had so many arguments with conspiracy about about how he doesn't need a smokestack. He doesn't even burn coal, but he wants one real bad. That's a bullshit excuse, and you know it. Here's a fun thing that I learned doing this. Sustainableists, which is a word I now know. That's fun. Sustainableists insist that... I don't believe every, I don't believe it's a real word. I think you made it up. They insist that every societal decision be based on environmental impact, uh, focusing on three components, global land use, global education, and global population control and reduction fourth was if i say it is okay or not but i figured that would just be understood stop it no <laughs> again th- that's what sustainableists um believe in we're not implying that global population control is part of a genocide. i don't know man many georgia guidestones just throw words in like that every once in a while <laughs> <laughs> bilderberg group i'm telling you man the the primary author of Agenda Twenty One, uh, his name is. I'm sorry, did I have some? Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, the primary author with our tongue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I, uh, wrote a majority of those pages uh, camped out at the Georgia Guidestones. Yeah, it's just you know, little known fact. Yeah. So the agenda. Let's break down this whole thing a little bit. It is a 351 page of chuckles and fun. Give it a read. It's a real page turner. And uh, there's a, there's actually Brent, there's a conspiracy behind that as well. I, I'm not kidding. When I was doing my research, because it reads like stereo instructions, that was done. So a sheeple will just not read it. Kind of like um, uh, privacy agreements. Whenever, you know, you log into uh, Facebook or any, anywhere else and, you know, it lists all the ways in which it's going to infringe on your on your right. <laughs> on your privacy. And you just click OK, because who's going to read 700 pages of that? Uh, the, the implication here being that same premise is being used uh, for Agenda well, 21. Well, thanks to this show, I have read countless agendas freedom of information acts all sorts of government documents and if it reads like stereo instructions that's a bonus <laughs> compared to a lot of them. i mean it's all exactly it's par for the course that all all this shit reads that way yeah it's just the way it goes you know and it's it right it's like you said they have to cover every single legal liability that they can and that turns into like reading parts of the bible and he begot so and so and they begot so and so and they begot you know and you're like oh but it's just one of those things that they have to put it in luckily though it's divided into 40 chapters so if you're really into chapters there's 40 of them so that's a good thing. I love chapters, love chapters, lover chapters. It is chapter Shut up, Kyle. Chapters. It sounds like something from Red Shoe Diaries or something like that. <laughs> and those have been actually grouped into four sections. Those, those 40 chapters are broken into four groups. So section one is social and economic dimensions, and it's directed toward combating poverty, especially in developing countries, changing consumption patterns, promoting health, achieving a more sustainable population and sustainable settlement in decision making. Remember, though, they're talking about places that don't have running water or even access right. to clean water, things like that. 
Section two is conservation and management of resources for development, like kind of like what we were just talking about, and it includes atmospheric protection. Now, that's a, a big thing. Atmospheric protection doesn't mean uh, weaponizing the atmosphere, but uh, protecting our atmosphere, <laughs> combating deforestation, protecting fragile environments, conservation of biological diversity or biodiversity, control of pollution, and the management of biotechnological and radioactive wastes. That's something that has also been a hot-button topic here in America. If you remember back at Area 51, they just took their radioactive waste and burned it, and the people got sick, and they said, sorry, this is a secret base. You can't even sue us, uh, but by now. Right, right. And you mentioned uh, uh, conservation of biological diversity. Um, that is... Uh, the, Don't fuck your cousin? That's simply. That's just oh. simply like... So things stop going extinct. Yeah, That's yeah, all that yeah, means. Yeah. Uh, and management of biotechnology can be interpreted a few different ways, but it, you know, it's like now that we have got technologies like CRISPR out there, mm-hmm. um, you know, what, uh, I, I think I'm not sure that agenda 21 is the place to do it, but there certainly needs to be a lot of great minds deciding what is allowed and what isn't, uh, when it comes to like gene editing. Yeah, so this is something that unfortunately with CRISPR, well, if you if you use CRISPR in China and they disagree, you just kind of go bye bye, like that one guy did. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, exactly. And again, non like you said, non binding. These are just you know talking points for lack of a better term. <laughs> Dumb bastard. Ah, uh, non binding, right? Yeah, we'll pretend that. Section three, strengthening the role <laughs> of major groups uh, includes the roles of children, youth, women. Non-governmental organizations, local authorities, business and industry, and workers, and strengthening the role of indigenous peoples, their communities, and the farms. This all reads like a fairy tale book in a good way. I don't mean that downplaying it. It's just things that you know, common sense tells you. Yeah, we'd want these things. You would hope. I hope you'd want them. Like if you could just snap your fingers and make all of this true, mm-hmm. it's like we're you're in utopia. Like like none of this is bad. Wow. That's why we have government. How? Because the how is the hard part. And section four, means of implementation includes science, technology, transfer, education, international institutions, financial mechanisms, and adrenochrome farms. I I don't think it said that last one. Yeah, financial mechanisms doesn't make any sense. You're right. So, yeah, (laughs) those are what it breaks down to, the the four sections. Uh, And like I said, they they make sense. You would think that these are good things, but then the conspiracies, as we've kind of touched on, those yeah. start to trickle in. The the and we we not I I couldn't even wrap my arms around all of the conspiracies yeah. because many the, the interesting thing about Agenda Twenty One is many of the conspiracies are um uh, uh counterintuitive to one another. Well, yeah, they pick a little bit of the minutia in here, and they go off on a tangent. And sometimes you're right; they contradict each other. Yeah, you know, one 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 will say this is actually setting it up for big government to take over the world, and the other will say this is actually setting it up to destroy all government. A good cabal would would put both those in there. That way, no matter what happens, they're covered. They're co- <laughs> we do not have to refund your money for Agenda Twenty One because we we accomplished one of the goals. That's exactly right. Uh, so, but let, let's talk through a, a couple a couple conspiracy theories behind Major this bullet points. Cause like you said, we're not going to be able to touch on all of these and we couldn't because there's, we wouldn't shit. We come up with our own and they're going to stick. So, yeah. So number one, Brent, the plan was put in place to usher in a worldwide era of slavery under an echo fascist government. In other words, we are, we're slaves and, uh, and we must sacrifice our own as human self interests in the interest of the earth. 
So we've got uh, we've got this kind of new world order government, and the gov- and they enslave us all. But everything that we do is in the interest of healing the earth, and not in the interest of human beings. Right. Which sounds just like the leaders of the free world. Uh, who was it? Uh, George H. W. Bush who signed this originally. I mean, that guy. That guy is was was pro environment. <laughs> that guy was uh, 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 against industry. Um, that anyone, yeah, <laughs> just, anyone who is the leader of the alphabet people, you just gotta, yeah, it's perfect. I wouldn't hear that. Um, oh, also, by the way, uh, another conspiracy theory behind this, and I'm not making this up. You, Brent, earlier you mentioned in section one, uh, part of it was um, uh, combating poverty, especially in developing countries. The conspiracy theory is basically that all of these rules and strictures we're putting in place on on the governments of of uh, developed nations like uh, China, like the UK, like the U- United States are basically meant to pause us all. So all of those developing countries who don't have running water can catch up and then take us over. Well, because, you know, that makes total sense. Why wouldn't they? Because they're the ones with the true I mean, power that can make that happen. Well, that's right. I mean, when everyone's sitting around uh, the U.N. going, what can we do next? They're like, I know. Let's figure out a way that we could take a country that has, I don't know, 40 uh, percent infant mortality rates and no running water. And let them take over the world. They've already figured out a way to shit in a bucket and then use that same bucket for dinner. So we want them controlling the global economy. It's just so rid- rather than, Hey, maybe we just as human beings don't let a bunch of people die from uh, hunger and malaria when we literally have the resources to make sure that doesn't happen. Well, I'm okay letting those people not die from hunger or malaria. As long as it doesn't include me having to stay home and play on the internet for a month. <laughs> Otherwise, Bye bye. You know that's just the way it goes. Did you? Okay, I'm. I'm gonna go. Did you see the? There, there were people, people protesting, stay at home orders, wearing masks, and calling COVID nineteen a hoax. Well, I mean, why are you wearing a mask if it's a hoax? I think that the new world order is a hoax, but I also welcome our new reptilian overlord. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm an equal opportunity uh, pet. Cover all your bases. I just like, if you want to pick a corner, uh, I, I I disagree with you. Maybe they think COVID-19 is fake, but the people they're around are probably gross, and they just don't want to get their germs. Normal, <laughs> yeah, everyday to... germs. It's a coincidence that they, they, they would have been wearing a mask three years ago if they were protesting. Right, right. They just it. don't want anyone yeah. to see their face, which is the way that protests work the best when no one knows who you are and you have a gun <laughs> and you demand money. That's the way Seabot taught me to protest. That's how you protest. Yeah. Yeah. Another one is that we were talking about. They're all wearing as, red hats, yeah. too. Go ahead. Another one is they will herd you into these areas so that you're more easily exterminated oh they're yeah gonna, yeah right because us. it's just a way to get us you know they're going to take over your farms take over the land take over the nature so we don't have enough resources to fend for ourselves and so we are we are completely reliant on these corporations these institutions these governments whoever it is that is in control and then they put on the squeeze whether that's taking away food or just exterminating us but again that goes back to the environment as well if you keep everybody in these mega cities, you know, kind of stacked on top of each other like sardines, like just imagine that Chicago, New York, L.A., 
Houston, San Francisco, Seattle, and I don't know, uh, Miami are the only cities that people are allowed to live in in the country, then what that does, but expand that idea to the world, that allows the the environment to heal. That's literally Judge Dredd, you know, these megacities, Megacity One and stuff like that. You know, that's why the judges came in. Now, I want to be some sort of warlord in the wastelands, but that's just me planning my future. You already have the outfit. <laughs> you, I mean, I, I, I am not even pointing to one specific outfit. Like half your wardrobe would actually play to that. <laughs> it's funny you say that, Lisa and I. You know, we love going to Ren fairs and stuff like that. And uh, I was like, we need to get some because of the year and everything. So we need to get some like apocalyptic Ren fair stuff. You know. <laughs> Like, oh yeah yeah and, and give it a steampunk feel while you're at it <laughs> who knew though that the the cyberpunks were the ones that were the safest because they've got all their 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 masks now uh you know their respirators so they're completely safe during this whole thing yeah and and by the way kudos to all of you who dressed up as bane last halloween you are ahead of the rest of us <laughs> That's right. John, let's go to break real quick. We're going to get more into conspiracies, I'm sure. And we're going to go into what states are going to say and should we be afraid and all those other things and name some of the people that are heading the charge against Agenda 21. That's coming up next on Hysteria 51. As soon as we finish the show, I'm going to download Agenda 21. <laughs> I don't have my bell on this side. Uh, my, my kid took it and has been playing with it in, in the house, not in the studio. One more reason not to have uh, kids. There's still time, John. Yeah. I, you, well, I'm, I'm going to make him sleep outside. Just take tonight. him to the firehouse. Is it too late? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is like Safe Harbor, right? <laughs> like, dude, he's almost three. <laughs> well, I mean, are you going to let him die in the elements? Then no, I, th- I, I didn't think so. Take think him. You were a liar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just a couple a couple notes, a couple precautions. Uh, his his name is Lincoln. Don't feed him after midnight. Do not get him wet. Yeah. Oh my God! Speaking of getting wet, so we had all new sod put in in our backyard. Oh man, I didn't know what direction that was going. Uh, and so I have my sprinkler set up, and then I also have because the dogs the sod is relatively new, still so you got to keep it wet. Um, if they pee, you've got to wash it down. Like, you know, so that it doesn't burn through because they have acidic urine and then it can, you know. Yeah. Yep. So I didn't even think about it. I go and I turn on the hose to to wash it down. And Gordy, our our little mutant dog, you know, that looks like he's crazy looking, is like, no, and just launches in the air, biting the water. And it's hilarious. Well, Lisa accidentally opened the door while the sprinkler was on and he mm-hmm. went ape shit just biting at the water like no no <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious he's like soaked she comes in he's like shaking soaked it was cold yesterday so i have my summer plan which I've, is just watching him do that i have one question yes when you then in turn go and pee outside does lisa follow you no i uh, promised her i'll wash it down myself oh wow wow that's it's very adult it of is you. it is very i'm i'm growing <laughs> I'm a Flintstone kid. Ten million strong and growing until they hurt us into mega cities and then stop the food supply. Stop it. Speaking of growing, the battle against Agenda 21 
a while back at least was growing. Um, states got into the oh battle. Oh my Individual god! States. Yeah, there were so many. And looking at this, there were so many press conferences and things where they even had artwork done behind like governors that are like fuck agenda 21 or like oh all in, stupid in more than one state brent and and these anti-agenda 21 bills i gotta tell you i read some some pieces of them bat shit off the rails crazy time. yeah uh, it, it's hard to make the leap sometimes and i'm not saying that there i want to say this and well there are things in agenda 21 that are suspect but a lot of the things, the leaps that they make are hard leaps to make. And that was with a lot of these bills that were introduced to stop a non-binding agenda. Um, but like you said, they are crazy town. Well, it's it's literally, it it's the definition of the term cutting off your nose to spite your face. Like, okay, and rather than having a reasoned discussion about things that you might want to adopt and things you might not want to adopt, because again, non-binding, you don't have to do any of this. Um, uh, rather than having that discussion, let's pass laws that are so draconian that it makes the NRA, and this is true, this happened in Texas, it limits the power of the like the NRA comes goes, guys, guys, that's too far. That's just, that's too far. Calm down. I mean, when that happens, you know that shit has gone off the, the rails. The thing about it is, is when you have... <laughs> I'm going to choose my word here, hysteria around a topic. Common sense and logical discussion go out the window. You can't or it's hard to have real discussions when when people are sensationalizing things. And that is what's happening with this. And that's what happens with a lot of things. We talked we talked about this a little bit before the show, but the, that same the same tenant that you're describing is, you know, one that um, and I'm going to do my best to keep this apolitical. But Obamacare, that's the current that's the current healthcare system that we have in this country. You might like it, you might hate it. Inconsequential, it's what we have. And rather than having reasoned debate or discussions about how it can be improved, because even if you're a fan of Obamacare, you could certainly make the argument that there are aspects to it that need to be improved. There are things that need to change. There are there are there are improvements that could be made that would be benefit everyone. No one could argue with. Well, they could, but you, you know what I'm saying. But instead of having that reason debate about how could we fix this, how could we make this better for everyone, it's no, fuck you. Yeah, that becomes the discourse. And when, the moment that becomes the discourse, everyone shuts down. Everyone turns their ears off. And that's exactly what happened with Agenda 21. An example, Brent, is in Arizona. I like their tea. Uh, I'm gonna uh, major the major they, they export do have good of Arizona. Tea. It, it's so true. It's so true. And um, God bless them and theirs uh, during this difficult uh, tea shortage. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Uh, all right. For, I'm going to read this from the, the uh, an article in The Guardian. And do you notice that a lot of, of uh, great content that I read, you know, when you're looking at these topics comes from The Guardian? It's a great newspaper. I mean, it's, it's just good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, quote, a proposed bill dictated that the state, this is about Arizona, that the state could not, quote, adopt or implement the creed, doctrine, or principles or any tenant of Agenda 21 and prohibited it from implementing programs of or expending any sum of money for being a member of, receiving funding from, contracted services from, or giving financial or other forms of aid to a host of organizations that had sustainability agendas including the President's Council on Sustainable that Development. That just makes no sense to me. Anything that is None. here to help 
because that is a very broad stroke they just painted. Anything to do with sustainable oh, yeah. agenda, you are not allowed. That makes no fucking sense. Sorry, keep going. It, it just nothing whatsoever. If, if it could even smell like it might have been attached to agenda. Now it was defeated. It, it, it taken at face value. Uh, it was defeated in 12, uh, 2012, but it, it would have curtailed. Almost any sustainability effort in the state restricted the activities of tens of thousands of philanthropic organizations that promote sustainability and potentially scared away hundreds of sustainability minded companies. If it had passed, it could also have the it could also have cost the state millions of dollars in lost revenue, as well as thousands upon thousands. Of Think about jobs. this. That's out in Arizona. One of the things that they could have said no to is solar. That is becoming a very viable option as our solar technology goes forward. That is something they could have just said, nope, you can't do it. And then that pads the pockets of people that are anti-solar, which happen to be the same people that are controlling petroleum and stuff like that. Holy hell, man. Therein lies a a conspiracy. (laughs) But that's the thing. You make such a great point there, Brent. I'm surprised. Um, the. They're literally pass trying to pass a law that it might. Hey, listen, it might help the coal folks, you know, out in Kentucky or wherever that would literally hurt them as a state in every conceivable way, hurt them as a state. And they're trying to pass it as a law. Well, yeah. but it, it did fail. But they weren't the only one, Brent. Yeah. A version was actually passed in Missouri, luckily vetoed by then Governor Jay Nixon. Yeah. Many others were introducing committees and luckily they were shot down. Because cool heads and, you know, uh, common sense in a lot of ways prevailed. And I keep saying common sense. I'm not saying that there are not tons of issues with Agenda 21. Just the the fear mongering, I think, is what's crazy. And then the true issues kind of fall by the wayside. Again, if there are issues that you don't like, don't adopt those aspects of it. No one's forcing you to. Well, you know, that's that's you're you're right. There's an exception, though, John. Wait for it. It's Alabama. (laughs) What did Alabama do? (laughs) What did they do? Oh, man. In the context of the current uh, pandemic, this is so apropos. Okay, so uh, according to AL.com, when they passed this bill, it it was basically this, quote, the state of Alabama and all political subdivisions may not adopt or implement policy recommendations that deliberately or inadvertently infringe or restrict private property rights without due process, as may be required by policy recommendations originating in or traceable to Agenda 21. Okay, so that is, this is so fucking batshit insane. And what I mean by that is, like, it doesn't sound bad to say, no, you can't come take someone's property. Like, I get that. But they passed a law to block a non-law. There's no law for Agenda 21 saying that people can do that. And even, <laughs> and they even passed the law to, to just block it as it relates to, to Agenda 21. House? Yes. Are you part of Agenda 21? No. Well, then here's the keys. Go right ahead. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. If you said yes, I'd have like shot you in your do- fucking face. If you don't like eminent domain, that's fine. But fucks for fuck's sake. Why is it okay if it has nothing to do with Agenda 21? And I do not have to house soldiers in my house. It's in the Constitution. Or <laughs> or one of those papers. <laughs> Get out of here. Oh, well. Oh, Brent. John, here's the big 
$10 trillion question. Should we be afraid? Should we be afraid of this? Maybe, maybe, but not of this, not of this. Well, well, while some people are fucking evil and corporations only look out for themselves, nothing about agenda 21 gives any particular group, any kind of real power and certainly not like enslave the human yeah, race. Giving type of them power. power is a slippery slope, and it can happen. It's not saying that that's what's going to happen in the agenda. Maybe though they're just smart enough to know that you know this begets that, and that begets that, and so that happens. But like you said, nothing about Agenda Twenty One gives any of them real power, and certainly not uh, to the detriment of the human race to where we're being enslaved. I picked that power up last Tuesday. Feeling cute might use it this week Slave the human race is that what he's talking about <laughs> i think so i think he 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 picked up he's saying he picked up the power to enslave the human race well we got that going for us and, and so seabot can you explain that a little bit further what exactly did you pick up that that allowed you to that allows you to now enslave the human race bunch of left-handed deer but you wouldn't understand what <laughs> he went to the leftorium or whatever what, what was that on the simpsons the the left-handed emporium or whatever oh uh, we need joe peck i don't, I don't know, know right i don't know <laughs> anyway a non-binding action plan orchestrated by a fairly toothless intergovernmental organization isn't going to subjugate us to new detroit at least at least with it being non-binding i mean and, and you said it right a t- you said it right it's a, a the un it's a toothless organization like there are places that I worry about overreach. Governmental overreach is a real thing. Okay. Um, uh, uh, even organizational overreach is a real thing. But a non-binding agenda from the UN is not that yeah, thing. And, and the thing about it is there is a lot of issue with this. And I think a lot of it is, too, that you'd be giving power to if this was implemented in the way that they say. Um, you could wrangle or wrestle some power away these these corporations if they are meaning uh, this is the we are the preferred I don't know committee or whatever that's going to overlook on uh, deforestation and then they start padding pockets and things happen and the logging industry is destroyed and then the you know you know one two yada 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 and having you know buying two by fours is now six hundred dollars. Uh, things like that can happen. I think that's a farther jump than the deforestation committee comes in, and now we're all pets in a an aquarium for you know an evil cabal. And, and again, even the use case that you just gave would be implemented on a municipal, state, or federal level, not by a, a resolution by the UN, like a non-binding resolution. Like, I mean, we the UN can't even get. Iran to not make nukes. Hey, hey, they said please. And blue hats. <laughs> I just don't. I like of all the things to get fired up about. This is just not one of them. Like with most, but go like ahead. with most of the way out there conspiracies. Though the outlandish claims about Agenda Twenty One aren't true that we know of. My calls to our reptilian overlords for comment have gone unanswered since the incident. <laughs> well, at least you know what he's trying. He reached out for comment. That's more than he does on most episodes. That's true. Like it, that almost felt like research. Uh, but you say they are, and it, it it does throw some doubt in there. If you say that this is what's going on, they are out to get us. 
it, it throws out the the proverbial you, not you, but the proverbial you, you know, the, when when people cast aspersions and down on things like that. And like I said before, that poisons any kind of rational discussion of a very real challenge that we face with these things. Fear wins out, sadly, almost always. Hell yes. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're right about that. The moment you say something and put it out into the ether, like, OK, now it becomes fact that, that that's the new world we live in that, you know, my truth is different than your truth. Like just like this whole uh, 5G caused coronavirus. I mean, someone went and burned down a 5G tower because you of that. that singularly. And, that's not singular. Oh, yeah, you're right. Good point. Good point. <laughs> like literally some cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs sat there and came up with this wild like 5G causes a virus, which literally can't happen. Like that's not a thing. That um, we know but, of. <laughs> but it turns into multiple towers being burnt down. Like, so you're, I mean, you're right. The moment, Brent, the moment that someone says Agenda 21 is going to enslave the human race, like, there's a portion of the population that goes, oh, this makes sense to me. I'm so confused because I thought 5Gs were focusing lasers, and now they're, they're spreading viruses. I, I don't know. Well, obviously, you Talk haven't read the uh, science. Buck out of those. It's uh, it's well, it's it's gravitons. <laughs> okay, oh, and yeah. when it interacts with the firmament, it develops that a virus. Sense. That that does. Okay, that passes. I'm glad I cleared sense. that up for you. So, in looking yeah. up this stuff and reading about people, one name that kind of stuck out is this this guy Tom Deweese. From the jump, Tom was probably the first to focus on Agenda 21, and he heads an organization called the American Policy Center. Why do they always have those just innocuous names like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could it be more vanilla? And boy, this is not vanilla. Hey, what What is it in The Purge? The New Founding Fathers of America? <laughs> That's who, who came up with The Purge. Did you hear the other day they were, uh, uh, oh, this might have been a couple weeks ago, they were running an alarm and I, I don't yes. know, I remember where it was, some yes. city, and they had to apologize because they used the alarm from the purge. It <laughs> <laughs> really happened. My bad. I wonder if you could, uh, like, Sorry. One of, I, I accidentally killed a bunch of people. Why? Uh, well, I'm a, I'm a film buff and I heard the purge sound. So. <laughs> anyway. And now I'm, su- now I'm suing the city because my emotional distress from all that murder. Yeah, yeah I've got PTSD. <laughs> their fault so we said he you know he run or he heads up the american policy center and he calls this a ruling principle of the revolution a sea change that will end with the imposition of a new kind of tyranny something akin to both socialism and fascism that's a hell of a statement. yeah that we, we mentioned it before the echo fascism yeah. he also believes that Agenda 21 is ultimately responsible for what he sees as quote destructive forces in american society including multiculturalism same-sex marriage and other cultural changes gasp the thought of multiculturalism same-sex marriage and other cultural changes like i don't know allowing multiple religions in one area if you're uh, like yeah if you're playing along at home the, the man did say destructive forces like multiculturalism i i like like you can you can feel free to tune out anything else from that point on now john i know what you're <laughs> He's thinking done. how do i get in on this fun well you're in luck it's exactly what i was thinking he reduces materials on this and phenomenal fee you can have tons of fun with all sorts of goodies including an anti-agenda 21 kit that includes Ooh. includes workbooks, DVDs and the book Shattered Dreams: 100 Stories of Governmental Abuse. I would actually be interested in reading that because I'm sure some of them are actually true. 
and some of them are you know like shattered dreams like government abuse they let gary and larry get married now we're all going to hell you know sometimes you read a book and it has kind of like a, an impact on you in one way shape or form it could it could make you happy it could make you depressed it could you know it has some sort of physical or emotional impact on you if you were to go and read purchase and read shattered dreams 100 stories of government abuse you don't have to go go waste your time brent i can help you um uh, uh, simulate the effect it would have on you what i want you to do is uh look around you i know you have that bookshelf right behind you uh-huh. uh whatever the thickest hardest book in there is if you could take that out okay got it I'm, all right i'm with you. now beat yourself in the head with it uh, 50 to 75 oh, times well, that's i usually do that on saturdays so <laughs> so that would be the exact same impact of reading that book <laughs> well oh god this guess fucking what guy. because the, it actually gets worse than Todd, but him and his followers fear what their thoughts are that the UN intends to create a kind of radical utopia where guns are banned. The UN will raise a global army and it's going to use it to enforce all of its thoughts, directive laws and freedom will die as globalist planners impose their vision of what he calls social order, equality and sustainability and smart growth. So they're going to make us do their way or else. And it's all going to be not so hunky dory. It's like if Cobra commander started his own, uh, his own group. I mean, like all these things are bad social order, equality, sustainability, elderly, all these other things are good. (laughs) All these other things are good. Avoiding same sex marriage, avoiding multiculturalism, like who who reads that agenda and goes, I, I can get behind that. I mean, I know people do, but fuck. the next group that I'm going to talk about enter the Nazis. What luck? <laughs> what luck this week? We have Nazis. It's been so long. It's been so it's been it's been too James long. James Wickstrom, he released an hour long video uh, vilifying the Jewish internationalist he sees lurking behind the non-binding united nations plan adopted in 1992 as he calls it he likes to word it out that way his ideas for preventing agenda 21 include he has said that he would like to murder jews by beating them and throwing them into wood chipping machines that will stop agenda 21 just just kill the jews i mean somebody watched Fargo too much This is directly from the Southern Poverty Law Center website. Agenda 21 is very evil, says Wickstrom, a key proponent of the anti-Semitic theology of Christian identity. It's extremely evil because it comes from the dark side. You see, the light side is Yahweh, the Christ, which is truth, always truth. Then you have the dark side, which is Jewish international communism. So it's it's real easy. Just Jewish equals evil. I can't. I mean, I, I just... Okay, so let's start from the top. So, a hundred. What did we say? One hundred and seventy companies signed this thing. Uh, more than one hundred and seventy-eight. More than one hundred. That's right. <laughs> My apologies. Um, so the the most persecuted people in the history of this world, the Jewish people, are actually secretly in charge of more than one hundred and seventy-eight countries. I mean. You know, that's a that's a comeback story right there. Somewhere secretly in a bunker somewhere is a African American Jewish woman who is just in charge of everything going <laughs> and she also is Native American because that's just the way it works. Like the most just trampled on people and and somehow they're in, in control. 
yes, they're they're somehow in control and just uh, and just have allowed for the persecution of their uh, of of their right. group or groups for thousands of years because you know. Well, guess that's what fun. though, John, he's not alone. Enter the people behind Real Jew News. That's an actual thing. Real Jew News. In case you don't celebrate their publication, I'm I'm hoping that you don't. It's an outlet dedicated to, and I bet you didn't see this coming, attacking the Jewish people. And they said that former President Obama and his allies were working to promote Agenda 21 and are now in the final stage of implementing the Jewification of America. Well, I guess they lost track of time and didn't get it handled before Trump, though. So, yeah. Oh, well. Well, you know, um, I, I don't know if you knew this or not, but um, uh, Bill Cooper uh, was in charge of the anti-Agenda 21 groups. <laughs> that's why that's why they executed him. Yes. Why? Yeah. 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 I, I just made that up, but it it, but it tracks well, kind of right. Yeah. Like, like this all reads like Bill Cooper. Also coming from the Southern Poverty Law Center's website. Uh, here's a quote. And to be clear, like we we probably don't need to clear this up, but the Southern Poverty Law Center is a great great group. Like we we literally just got this it's information from, from that website. Uh, here's right. a quote: Anti-Semitism is basically a conspiracy theory, says the American Jewish Committee's Ken Stern in explaining how Agenda 21 is seen by neo-Nazis as a direct descendant of the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, which purportedly reveal a secret Jewish plot to take over the world. It's Jews conspiring to harm non-Jews, and that conspiracy explains a lot of what's going wrong with the world. End quote. You know what, Brent? You know what? An anti-Semitic fuckstick saying that anti-Semitism doesn't exist is really meta. Like he's being anti-Semitic while he's saying anti-Semitism doesn't exist. That's meta. Fourth person. I think I could see my inner (laughs) like eyeball or whatever. You know, (laughs) rip a hole in space time. (laughs) John does. Does this cause a one world agenda and give power away? Agenda twenty one. Do you see that? for real in any way let me let me say this um as carefully and considered and 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 non uh non-polarizing as possible fuck no i think that if done poorly and if it was not non-binding you could see ways that it could give power away meaning corporations or uh, uh, corporations is just the word whoever is in charge of these things if it's not a uh, you know local government could then come down with an iron fist but as of right now this is a non-binding thing and it's a non-issue now we did touch on this though and say that it's now the 2030 because it's been pushed towards 2030 so we got 10 more years to see so maybe we're wrong and we're all going to be, you know, living in our our mega city by then. I I hear what you're saying, but I'm just saying worst case scenario even, even, even that's all I'm saying. And I know, I know, but I'm saying like couldn't you say that about anything? Yes, that's the point. That's the exact point. If done improperly, these bad things could happen. Well, fuck, if you build a house wrong, the house will fall down on the people living in it and they'll die. But guess what? There's if done improperly. There, there's insurance and regulators and things for that and so i think that's what people are worried about with this because there aren't and they're worried about rampant the runaway train of evil just taking over well i would actually disagree with that there are regulators and that's the that's the municipal state and federal governments that decide whether they implement yeah or not. But you, because it's non-binding they don't I have think to do the, it they literally right, don't have but to I do think it the, the problem is people see the non-binding and go <laughs> yeah until they uh adopt it and then it is binding because the local governments have adopted it so that's the the 
point of it being non-binding is until it's adopted and then they make it law. Well, they they no, they haven't made it law. They've taken they have not. No, I'm saying I'm I'm saying in the big picture, that's what people worry about. Yeah, I. I'm not saying it's right. I'm telling you what they say. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. No. I know. I know. I I know what you're saying. I I have my concerns, and I I have my concerns uh, rooted in. In 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 certain governments wanting to do certain things that aren't in the best interest of our country, I also have other concerns about uh, uh, international uh, consortiums that are that are that are doing things uh, that aren't in the best best interest of of anybody but themselves. Like like those concerns are real and they're valid, and I'm not trying to take away from that. And we should always be watching the Watchmen. Like like of course we should. But the the people that are ringing the bell over Agenda 21, I think, yeah, are off. Major reactions to anything especially knee-jerk party reactions left or right or center or whatever you want to say followed by fear-mongering helps no one and that's a kind of thing that happens a lot yes that's true and i also think that there are times where we find topics that people choose to use as their soapbox to actually facilitate another agenda like anti-semitism or in the case of the first douche nozzle who selling his anti twenty one uh, anti agenda twenty one preparedness kits or whatever the fuck well, they were. Uh, you gotta understand, he went to the Stuart Swordlow School of Business, so <laughs> he learned that for a nominal fee, you can just sell that information. Uh, I would really like you to purchase my anti agenda twenty one human preparedness kit. I mean, preparedness kit. For your yeah, I, I, as you can tell, you I don't your I, human money. I mean, money. <laughs> Nation, we are Brent and I are on the same side of this. We're literally trying to find something to uh, to argue back and forth about. But what do you think? What are we missing? Are we? Uh, is there some sort of uh, uh, you know There's Skull Island somewhere where they cooked this, this thing up? We didn't touch a lot of it. What are the parts that you guys go? If you're familiar with it, uh-huh, uh you guys didn't talk about this or whatever. Right. And where is that Skull Island? Because I want to visit. You can let us know by hopping on Facebook and going to our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on and search Hysteria Nation. That's right. Or Facebook.com slash Hysteria51pod. That is our regular Facebook page. Also, hop on Patreon.com slash Hysteria51. You can find extra episodes up all nights. You can get T-shirts and pins and posters and drawings and all sorts of fun doodads and goodies. And you can leave us a voicemail, 773-669-7277. So, John, we've got voicemails. Are you ready to listen to them? I'm ready to listen to one. I have to pee. (laughs) All right, we got one. Uh, Let's go. Hi, Brent and John and Mr. Abbott. This is David, Indiana Jones. Children's calling. I wanted to reach out. It was great doing an interview with Hysteria 51 so long ago, and I just happened to be listening to my amazing interview with you for the 17th time yesterday, and my podcast apparatus automatically played the episode about the meat shower incident that happened that you discussed, and I have a... Fascinating theory about what may have happened. In, in AD 246, there was a sighting of a light that came out of Lake Titicaca and showered the natives of Machu Picchu with this substance, this biomaterial that resembled some sort of stinking 
rotting sheep's meat or, or mutton, and I believe that it was probably some kind of extraterrestrial being that dropped this biomaterial on Machu Picchu and the incident that you discussed on your uh, podcast. I hope to speak to you soon. Over and out. This is David. Bye. <laughs> well, it's nice that he remembers so, us. So, Brent, and what he's saying essentially is that you know a, a UFO was flying over, aliens were flying over, and they they had to they had to they had to dump the excrement. They they pulled a Dave Matthews in the city of Chicago. Right. right. If you guys don't know what John's referring to, uh, back. 10 plus years ago, Dave Matthews band was on tour and they were driving over a bridge in Chicago and their tour bus dumped their shitter and there was a boat D- the latrine, right yeah. it and it just splattered them in Dave Matthews shit. Now, what I mean by that is actual feces, not a bunch of their records. No, that's not true. I like, <laughs> I like, Dave hey, I like Dave Matthews, I do, but I don't like being splattered with shit. I'm assuming. No, I really no, that's not, that it's not my favorite. But I'm assuming it's something I wouldn't like. David Hatcher, oh, that's funny. Indiana go, yeah, Jones go, Childress, though. Go ahead and lie to our listeners. Yeah, you've never been smothered or Not uh, that smeared I didn't have in, to pay for. No. Anyway, like I was saying, uh, <laughs> yeah, David Childress. Puma Punku. I don't think he said Puma Punku in this one. I'm a little... I feel <laughs> no, Titty Kaka. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, on our Alien Con episode. We interviewed him, which was, I think, episode 144. Oh, God, that, that feels like seven years ago. No. Well... Because you haven't left the house in a month and a half. <laughs> That's true. Uh, That's yeah. So, John. <laughs> and that was actually true before quarantine, which is weird. But, yeah, you know, yeah, hey. how it goes. That's court ordered. <laughs> court ordered. So those are our thoughts on Agenda 21. Like you said, John, I hope they will let us know what we missed, what we didn't say. And if you forget any of these things, if you can't find that phone number again, which was 773-669-7277, just go to stair51.com. You can find everything on there. Yeah, and you know, I, it, it obvi- it's obvious that a portion of our listenership doesn't make it all the way to this point in the show because we let folks know that Hysteria 51 is where you can find all the episodes, links, listen on various platforms. And we had a question the other day in Hysteria Nation saying they couldn't find us on that old internet radio station we used to be on. The, we will not speak its name because we're not on there anymore. And he's like, where else can I find it? I'm like, I don't know, podcast players, any yeah, of ev- them? Everywhere, everywhere. And if it doesn't play... Let us know if you're having issues, but we should be everywhere. You know, Spotify and Pandora. And but the everything. point is, if you're having issues, Hysteria51.com will get it done. There you for go. You. So with that said, I've been Brent. I've been John. He's been Conspiracy Bud. Stay woke, meet sex. It was terrible. It was just terrible. I'll never get over it as long as I live. That's it for another edition of Hysteria 51. John and Brent will be back next week with yet more of the unexplained, the unexplored, and the unheard of. Oh, if it's unheard of, how will they know about it? Anyway, if you want to suggest a topic, give us your thoughts, or just make fun of Conspiracy Bot, that's my favourite. Join us in our Facebook discussion group, Hysteria Nation. Just log on to Facebook and search Hysteria Nation. Or you can always tweet us at Hysteria51Pod. You've been listening to a fourth-hand joint.